0: And welcome to episode number 113 of the Nintendo Jump podcast. We're a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. It's August 27th. My name is Daryl, and today I am once again joined by my good friend Sergio. How are you, man? Hey,
1: Daryl. I'm doing pretty well. You know, I played my 3DS today out of all things. Really? Yeah, I played some Rhythm Heaven. Just felt like it. It was nice.
0: Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, any reason why? Just because?
1: <laughs> uh, just because there was a video about it recently, and it got, reminded me of it. It's a great game, great series. I miss it so
2: much.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. It's <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> rhythm heaven. Uh, before I get too far into rhythm heaven, uh, TJ, how are you doing, man?
2: I'm doing good. I just would like to say I have a major announcement. I've been streaming my classes all week, and I realized it's rehearsal. I'm going to go pro on Twitch. So you heard it here first.
0: I've been saying for years, I would watch that. Yeah. Like, I want to see, like, if you do, please just go with, like, all of the really frustrating online multiplayer games, just so we can enjoy it. I want to (laughs) see. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Also with us this week, what is up, Kevin, man?
3: Oh, you know, the usual monotony, you know, I have my usual smoothie that I make for dinner pretty much every day so i'm good to go i'm energized like the energizer bunny but not really but i'm good i'm ready <laughs> i'm ready to talk about this game that we're gonna talk about in a little bit oh boy but, but you know what i mean whew. but there another thing happened uh well not another thing but something did happen this week that we didn't expect and uh you know we should probably get into that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna do the show thing. We're gonna do it. Yay. Okay, but before uh, I do,
3: um, how are you doing, Daryl?
0: Oh, I'm all right. Okay. Uh, today <laughs> I had one of my very favorite games of all time, Return to Me, in the f- form of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles on Switch, and it has some nice. issues. So I'm trying oh, to like not nice. I'm trying to like parse that and try to figure out exactly you know how how deep those are. Um, at its core. Still Crystal Chronicles, still kind of like it, but yeah, I'm, I'm, may, may not be ideal, but yeah, you know, we're going to play it, we're going to try it, and I'll have more to talk about later on, however, uh, this episode, we are going to talk about, it, it. this is actually our Game of the Month episode for Paper Mario the Origami King, But, having said that, that uh, Nintendo Direct that we were all expecting for this week actually happened this week, and it turned out to be another partner showcase. Um, So so we're (laughs) going to get into that. (laughs) It wasn't too bad. That's that's the feeling right now. No, we're going to get into that a little bit. um, But first, since we are flipping (laughs) the show on its head, and there's a reason for that, we're going to start with our weekly question of the week. Sergio.
1: Yes, we have some answers from last week's question of last week. Uh. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it Perfect. was a tough question. I didn't mean it for it to be that difficult. What was your favorite GBA game? So a couple of answers from our Discord. Um, interestingly enough, there were no repeats. That was nice. Phoenix huh. said Mario Kart Super Circuit in Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup. Interesting. Dragon said Advance Wars 2 Black Hole Rising. Light Blue, to said Fire Emblem, The Blazing Blade, which is the first Fire Emblem game uh, mm-hmm. in North America. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Tom said Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Farora's Dragon said Final Fantasy IV. Cube said Wario Land Four, And Laddie said Final Fantasy VI.
0: Jeez, okay. Great choices. I'm going to go last on this one.
2: <laughs> well, I'll give the only correct answer, which I haven't heard yet, and it's clearly Metroid Fusion. So. Oh, nice. Oh, <sighs> nice.
3: It's on my list. <laughs> Dang. I actually haven't played that, but I do have an answer to this question. You know, as you know, there are only two Going Sun games. And, you know, I got to go with Going Sun the Lost Age. It's my favorite GBA game. Ooh. I mean, just so good. You know, the, the second entry, too good, man.
0: That was also I on s- my list. <laughs> 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 this, is, this is why I'm going last. <laughs>
3: I figured
1: somebody was going to represent Golden Sun, which is absolutely a correct choice. I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go WarioWare Twisted. Ooh. Only because of the gameplay. The gameplay in that game is just like it sells people on it. It's so much
3: fun.
0: So I've heard that mentioned as the best WarioWare game. You agree with that? Yes. I never Mm. played it, and I I feel like I missed out. Oh, you did. You did. (laughs) Uh, So... I took my homework and I looked into the library of the Game Boy Advance because I was trying to remember, you know, what games I liked on it. Um, I want to say a couple things. This was a a system without its own Mario game. It Mm -hmm. had a ton of like older Mario games, so it didn't really have its own uh, Mario game. It didn't have its own, from what I remember, Nintendo public or Nintendo developed Zelda game. Minish Cap was uh, Capcom. Right. Um, you could potentially call, uh, you know, link to the past, but that was another remake and four swords, but that was kind of a side mode. So it didn't really have that. So this was a weird system with a fantastic library. Um, probably my overall favorite would have to be fire emblem. Um, mm. but Metroid fusion was on that list. Um, and golden sun was on that list. Uh, <laughs> the, there's two games that I want to mention that have not been mentioned yet thus far. One of them is Tony Hawk's pro skater two. Which was surprisingly oh, awesome on Game Boy Advance.
1: It was. Oh. yes. It
0: was like a kind of an isometric top-down view. It was great. Um, and the other one that nobody mentioned was Mega Man Battle Network. Uh, <laughs> wait, so, wait,
3: that is. Oh my gosh, how did I forget that? That was yeah. like, going to be my second choice,
0: but, so wow. probably Battle Network Two is the best of them, or or maybe three. But yeah, so shout out to a really great library that that, that we should probably do a, like a Game Boy Advance like deep dive at some point. Oh, that be sounds great.
3: awesome, yeah.
0: Especially with Battle
3: Network, because I love that series. That is my Mega Man right there. I know Mega Man is a, you know typically a platformer, but that is Mega Man for me. Mm.
2: This question just made me sad. I traded in my Advanced SP for like 25 bucks credit toward a DS or something. That I, don't even, <laughs> I don't even own anymore. I miss that little <laughs> clamshell system. It was so cool. Big uh, oops.
0: Path, yeah. Past self, you're a fool. But. Yeah yeah Uh, i mean the nice thing is you can actually buy them for not that much money now um and there is a a sp with a backlight um like the normal sp had a front light but you can actually get one it's an upgraded model with a backlight it looks really cool um so yeah i mean maybe jump on that maybe maybe Maybe. sad
2: wallet
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i do want to say one more thing though um my, my honorable mention would have been Mario Tennis Power Tour for GBA. I also know- a great game. Oh,
1: it was good, yes.
3: That,
0: yeah. was the, that was, I think, the last of the, the uh, Mario Tennis RPG-type games yes. by Camelot. <laughs> After mm-hmm. that, they kind of went away from the RPG, and I don't know why, because it was awesome. Yes. But anyways. Oh, yeah, memories. Anyway. All right. right. So what's nice. our question for this week, Sergio?
1: Yeah, I mean, right off the bat. It's not going to be that good, but we'll go with it. Question... <laughs> This week's (laughs) weekly question of the week for this week. Which limited edition game system do you wish you had? Maybe there was one that you missed out and you said, I'll buy it later. I'll buy it later. And eventually, when you wanted to, it was sold out. (laughs) So, which one?
0: Let us Mm. know. Oof. Okay. Uh, all right, so this is kind of weird. It's a it's a different uh, um, different order, but we're gonna jump very very quickly into the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase that happened j- just yesterday. Um, it dropped. It showed a bunch of games, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna open up the floor. Uh, TJ, did any games stand out to you from this?
2: I guess Puyo Puyo 2 looks uh, okay. I, these these don't seem to be for me. There was not really much in there. But I know people were excited for the game, so I'm happy for them.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree with you. Like there wasn't <laughs> all that much for me here. Um, you know, it was just kind of a thing. Like the the Final Fantasy uh Legend games from from the original Game Boy, that's kind of an interesting pick. Mm-hmm. Um I've I've heard people really like those games. I never actually got to play them um also a lot of like a a strange amount of rhythm games which is kind of crazy um and yeah that was pretty much it for me um so kevin anything stand out to you you know what there was one
3: game that stood out and it was captain subasa rise of the new champions it's like this arcade soccer game that is out today 20 is it yeah it's out yeah Mm -hmm. and you know it seems pretty cool, but I'm not sure if I'm willing to shell out sixty dollars today for it. Dude, you know, I'm gonna... I,
0: I, I made this comment earlier. Wait six months, that game will be the twenty bucks. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's not gonna hold sixty bucks. I, uh, I no. don't know. I'm interested in that game, but I'm like you. It's uh, no, not not for me. Yeah, <laughs> not for not for that amount.
3: Yeah, and I don't want to disrespect the developers who made this game. Like it, it looks really nice. I just for me given my budget and like my sad wallet, or well, was actually kind of depressed now because I have <laughs> all these games. Um, you know, I I'm going to wait. Wait and see. So. All right, Sergio.
1: Cool. Well, you know how Nintendo likes saying, you know, we make games that people don't know they want. Something like that happened to me with this uh, presentation. There's a game that I didn't know I not only wanted, but there's a game I didn't know I needed. And it happens to be <laughs> Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythmic Adventure Pack. I didn't know this was a thing, and now I need it. And it's going to make my winter, because I'm not counting on Pokemon to do that. Because it's gonna, it's only going to be the <laughs> LC.
2: But, but you own the drum, though, don't you?
1: Yeah, that that's See, the thing. It's going to make it so much better.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. That's gonna yeah, be I saw great. that game. I was like, I don't have the drum, so... I don't wanna rhythm games on a controller aren't that fun to me.
0: Pour one out for Sergio's neighbors. <laughs> 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 like they're just gonna be here like all the time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like he wakes up super he, you wake up at like four AM to play games. So like, yeah, <laughs> get the pop out the drum. Let's go. I don't know.
1: Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, definitely need that.
0: I couldn't grasp what this game was. It's a drumming RPG and okay <laughs> game.
1: And it's like Pokemon, you recruit monsters.
0: Yeah, it's like Pokemon going,
1: but fun and good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you're going around the map as the drum. It, it, it looks it, it fell into the this looks silly enough. Yeah, I'm interested. Yes. I probably won't buy it, but I'm interested. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. Well, I mean, unless you guys have any objections, that's gonna do it for our partner showcase uh, discussion. I, you know, yeah, I, there just wasn't there wasn't that much here. Like, it was okay.
1: Yeah, better than the other uh, partner showcase, the Agreed. first one. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you, Do you guys think there's still gonna be a like a real direct
2: soon? God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there's one rumored next week. If not, stay tuned next week. We'll rumor one for the next week. Uh, <laughs>
0: well, there <it>. you go. <laughs> what kills me about this is like every t- like this has happened twice in a row where the insiders are like, "Hey, you know, we're hearing rumblings of a of an actual Nintendo Direct coming," and Nintendo's like, "Nah, partner showcase." There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I don't mind it because it's a it's a it, you know. Flashback to what I said. This is Nintendo telling us about games coming to their system. That's always a good thing, even if I don't care about the games. But I don't care about the games, so <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not, there's not that well, much to say.
2: It's interesting, though. They've like now separated. They had the indies separated. Now they've got third-party separated. So oh. I wonder if they got a lot of first-party stuff lined up. They didn't want to drown out this other stuff, or are they just that... <laughs> I mean, or are they just literally that delayed that they don't have anything to announce? Uh, but it's interesting. That I've never seen them separate everything this much.
0: Well, that question is is what all of these, the people still holding on to Hope are asking. The, <laughs> Maybe they're shoving all this aside because they have too much to show. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I hope so. I hope we at least, you know, we know of some games that are rumored to be in development. I hope we see them pretty soon. But um, yeah, that's, uh, I will say you just kind of, um, you, you just kind of made me realize that Nintendo is helping us separate the what is an indie conversation. Cause yeah. They're separating their first party <laughs> from their third party from their indies. So yeah. like Nintendo is solving this question for us. So <laughs> that's
2: cool. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: All right, we talked too long on that, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Uh, let's talk about Paper Mario: The Origami King, which was our game of the month for the month of August, uh, which is still going on. Man, I played the heck out of this game. I beat it actually really early on. Um, three of us have beaten this game, so obviously I'm gonna turn to Sergio and say, Sergio, what do you think about this game?
1: <laughs> well. Some listeners might remember my initial reaction to the game. Fairly negative, I would say. So, having gotten the game and playing a little bit, but enough to, to... First of all, to admit that I was wrong and to admit that Nintendo can make any game fun regardless of what its previous genre was. So yeah this game is really fun my biggest takeaway is that the battle system that seemed to be kind of boring to me and slow and like it didn't make sense it's actually the opposite of everything it's a little bit fast paced at least the time limit that you have it's a lot of fun to play and uh, who cares if it doesn't make sense it's fun
0: (laughs) (laughs) so sergey how many streamers did you clear
1: um, let's stick to relevant questions, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Fair no, enough. No, none,
0: none, 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 none. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, boy. None
1: yet, none yet.
0: So, now's the point that I mentioned that um, at some point during this discussion, and there will be warnings, don't worry. There, We're going to tell, we're going to talk some spoilers about this game. Uh, because there's some stuff in this game that I, we want to talk about. Like, there's some, some stuff that happens that is... Um, really really noteworthy and we want to talk about but you know we'll get into that with you will have a warning it'll be at the end of the episode so we'll say goodbye and all that ahead of time no worries um but first of all i'm gonna we're gonna just talk about like our overall opinions of it um tj i'm gonna hand it over to you what i mean overall did what did this kind of satisfy what you were expecting from this game
2: yes yeah this is my first entry into the series and I mean obviously it had its drawbacks every game does but when i think of this game overall the word that comes to my mind is it was just a delight right it it's so funny and colorful mm. and and just this massive adventure through this delightful cute little paper world um i had a lot of fun with this game overall uh so i I'd, i'm very positive on it i'm it was a great way to get entered into the series realistically i'm probably not going to have time to go back into the older titles but Next gen, should a paper Mario come along, I'll be I'll be in line for it. Nice. Kevin?
3: Good stuff, Shy. Uh you know, for me, like TJ, I mean, this is my first entry into the series, and I gotta say, I liked it better than I thought. I mean, had a lot of charm. I love the toads. I love the toads. They this I have a new appreciation for toads now. I mean, I <laughs> like, you know, every time you find one, it's like, whoa, nice. And they have something you know, witty to say, I love the dialogue I, I just, you know I, I gotta say, this is definitely in my top five for game of the year automatically, I mean just you know, finishing the game and just I mean, <laughs> even though like I, cause after finishing it there's like, you know, you want to 100% the game right? I don't know if I can do that like there's just, there's still a lot left and then I'm gonna talk about something later on in the spoilers of one, one point where I'm just like, I don't know if I'm gonna do that uh but yeah no i mean overall like pretty solid i like the battle system uh you know i like the fact that it's a ring thing it's different uh the music gets me going i didn't dance from it for every battle that i i, I <laughs> did but i did for it in the beginning and i just i just love the music too it was just very it fit the game very well and i you know what it made me realize why didn't i why didn't I get to the series before? I mean, and obviously, Legend of Seven Stars doesn't count. I mean, I'm talking about like a Thousand Year Door, you know, Sticker Star, Color Splash. Nope. Oh,
0: oh, all right. Well, all right, so <laughs> just Thousand Year Door. <laughs> I, Sticker
2: Star is the Golden Sun Three of the series, from what I can gather. So I mean, it's oh, okay.
0: worse. It's worse. Golden Sun Three is a respectable game. It's just not as good as the older the other two. Sticker Star is a flaming pile of trash. And I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I really wanted to like that game, but it just had so many issues. And um it had so many issues that it it like drove people away from the series. Um and even when like Color Splash and Now Origami King has come back and actually fixed a lot of those issues, people are still hesitant because that game was s- yes. so <laughs> bad. Oh, <laughs> I, I like I I defend the series, I defend Nintendo, I will not defend that game. I won't. <laughs> um, I will say, if they ever get around to uh, you know, some remasters that are kind of due, uh, a remaster of Thousand Year Door, I would buy that. I would for sure buy it and play it, and I would encourage pretty much everybody to, because that game is really good. Mm. But I haven't played it for like 15 years, so... Yeah.
1: I'm sitting here wondering if I me- it might be easier to talk about this game by saying what's not good about it, because... I mean, I, I played a little bit of it, of course, but to me, the answer is nothing. <laughs> Everything about it is so good. The style it wow. has, it really mm. goes for it. The music is amazing. The battles are fun. The story and the characters are great. Like, is there anything not good in this game, you guys?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. You haven't played it long enough. <laughs> yes. And, and that's not to say it suddenly turns into a bad game. But there are just a few elements that, kind of, in my opinion, drag toward the end. But that's not to lower the overall quality of it. But yet, some of mm. its flaws become more apparent the the longer you play.
0: Well, I'll get it. I can't fully answer this question without spoiling, so I'm not going to do that. But I will say that this game is kind of a tale of two games for me. Um, I'll say roughly the first half of the game is probably a 95 out of a hundred. Like it's a really, really good game, like way better than I ex- even expected it to be. I expected it to be good. Um, the second half is probably around a 65 out of hundred for me. Um, oh. it, now I'll get into why and I, I'm sorry, I can't really explain it to you yet. Um, <laughs> but it, like, it just, it, like it hits a, uh, a weird inflection point that just completely shifts the flow of the game. And it's just like, I, I don't know why. Um, and and I'll, I'll get back into it, but, uh, I will say you mentioned the battle system. Uh, the battle system was an extremely divisive topic for a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Um, basically there's not really a progression tied to battles. Uh, there's not really much reason to enter battles. If you, like running by an enemy it's actually more efficient to just run by them than to actually get into the battle with them but like what did you guys end up thinking about the battle system Sergio you said you liked it like TJ what at the, at the end of the game what did you start feeling about it uh that's about it <laughs> so so uh toward the end I was actively
2: trying to avoid battles um there's a certain area where you had to have had like 3 of them in a row and I was just like, "Come on, man." It it's a very unique idea, but it's just not robust enough to carry a 20-30 hour game in my opinion. There's very little variety in the regular battles as you go through the game. So, in the puzzles after a while, like you've seen all the configurations, you're like, "Okay, I'm going to shift this, twist that." Yay. Um, It got to a point where I had so many coins, I just kept paying the toads. I was like, just solve this for me. (laughs) Come on, my peasant toads. Chop, chop. I did the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, so... And and I'm not trying to... I probably always come off more negative on this show than I mean. I I love that it was inventive and new. It's just they didn't add any progression or change to it. And after 20-something hours, it's just... It was a broken record.
0: I... (sighs) It's a hard topic because uh, I also like if I spent more than like six seconds looking at the ring and going, "Eh, I'm not really sure what to do. Yeah, I'd pay the toads like (laughs) for sure. Um, I wouldn't even think about it because you can pay them like 200 and they'll do the first move for you, which probably tells you everything you need to know. Hmm. Um, But so. I, but at the end like I, I enjoyed the puzzles if I actually like did them I thought a lot of the what they did with it was good but I was also the guy like running past the enemies like n- not just going to you know whack them with a hammer for no reason you know I feel like some people are kind of completionist completionist about it they want to go fight everything and then they get upset that they're not getting progression for fighting everything and I'm like well, you know, it's just not – for whatever reason, they moved away from that style with Sticker Star. Um, so it's just kind of different now. Like, Kevin, what do you think, man?
3: Yeah, I, I'm i in the same realm with, with you guys about, like, just the, the Bells. I mean, <coughs> I think that to a certain – up to a certain point where it, it, it could – I can understand TJ's concern about like how it could be, it could start to become monotonous. It's like oh, shift this, shift that. It's the same thing over and over. But then the thing is like, oh, I wish I can say this now, but like there is something so cool that they did in the very end. Ah, of- oh, I can't, I can't say it. It has to do with the battle <laughs> system, surge. I wish I could tell you, but um, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. get. You know what I mean, right? Okay. So, but overall, with the battle <clears throat> system, I personally i didn't think it was that annoying to me i mean i i mean i did this one thing where uh, i at the very beginning like i would survey the field right and then i press hint right just to give myself time to look <laughs> at the puzzle cuz that's like a way you can just like you know not use time and kind of like cheat the game in a way where you can see like how you can solve the ring puzzle stuff but anyway with that i i always found this sort of like excitement to, you know, get get all get all the enemies lined up perfectly. And you know, I don't I don't get that all the time, but when I do, I'm like, Oh yes. Great. Perfect. Yes. I just and then, you know, I'll launch an attack and then get my coins and that's it. Like I I don't know, like for me, if it if the battle took a lot longer, I would be a lot more bothered by it. But yeah. yeah. Um but the fact that you're able to avoid battles, like you don't have to do all of them, right? I think that's a lot more tolerable.
0: Um, Yeah. And the fact that you could avoid some of them made those like, you know, you open a chest and there's a Goomba inside. It made those little jump moments like better for me because then like you're like, oh, man, I couldn't avoid that one. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I didn't mind it. (laughs) Yeah. I I guess it's where I, I end up. I didn't really I didn't hate it. It's not exactly my favorite thing in the world, but. It didn't really change over the course of the game, my opinion on it I, I I just kind of you know it was a puzzle and I like puzzles, so that that's fine mm-hmm. I just would have liked the scene variety.
2: there's so many of the things yeah. you could have done with this moving pieces, but absolutely that's okay. I think my issue with it is and no we'll get into it in spoilers, but in my opinion, there's pacing issues at the end. and then the battles yeah. on top of that was just like mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, i completely I'm agree with that but i mean like if you would have asked me 15 hours into the game i was like hey this is pretty cool or i would have loved to seen variety of weapons or because it's just like you now have even better boots and i'm like okay cool um but it's still <laughs> i gotta hand it to him for for changing things up i mean i've never seen a battle system like that in any game ever so uh it, it was pretty neat and then the um the boss battles were well done. I know we'll get into those later, but that those were pretty cool.
0: Well, I mean, we could get into those now, just in in general. So, uh, and and this kind of, this topic comes up a lot, uh, where people are like, "Yeah, the battle system is, eh, it's, you know, it starts draining on you, uh, it, no progression, whatever," and then they're in the same breath, they're like, "But the boss battles are awesome, like." Uh, <laughs> I feel like most people really like the boss battles. Uh, Sergio, what did you think? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, what did you Thanks. think about the boss battles?
3: I thought it was brilliant. I really did enjoy the boss battles. I mean, you know, there were obviously the ratio between boss battles and regular battles is, you know, mm. it, it's quite small. But, like, I I really enjoyed it. I, I think just... And, and, you know, when you fight a boss, right? Like, they have so much character. Like, they even talk while they're battling you, <laughs> right? So, like, there's the dialogue is always neat. And I, I like the fact that they had, like different forms, and then, like, each boss was, like, they had its you know, own unique, like, strengths and weaknesses that you kind of have to figure out, and, 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 and like, there were a couple of them that were a bit challenging, and I was like, okay, like, I just have to, you know, try to get my way through the rings and configure in a way where I can get certain items and and then plan on my next move. And then I I just thought it was pretty creative.
0: And just just the mechanic switch of Mario following a path was really fun to me. I, I yeah. actually really enjoyed that. Like TJ, do you kind of wind up in the same boat, or did those kind of start draining on you as well?
2: No, I, I didn't really get tired of the boss battles because now the rings were your weapon at your disposal, and you were using them a little more creatively. Whereas when you're, when you're in the center, it's very passive. Like I'm going to use the rings to line you up. So then my same two weapons are stronger, but the boss battles added that creativity I was looking for. Um, and, and like Kevin said, every boss, they were, the fights were so different because what the bosses could do to the board, you really had to think each boss was like its own unique puzzle. I never grew tired of those. Um, I did have one problem at the end, but I'll save that for spoilers. But that was not a fault. (laughs) That was not a fault with the game. That was a fault of my very slow mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you brought up a really good point. I didn't really think about this. Um, With the regular battles, I often felt like there was like a correct solution. Like, and and really, sometimes it, it felt like there was really only one correct solution. And if you were lucky, you got like maybe two um the boss battles didn't really feel like that the boss battles felt like well you can you know you can run around here and put the arrows there and you know you'll hit him from the backside you know like you could do a bunch of different stuff so i I think the creativity maybe i was kind of underestimating how cool that was or i was just kind of accepting it um but that's a very good point
2: yeah and i the thing though if they had done that also for the regular battles then i think it would have gotten old so i think saving them for these unique big moments was what uh, was an intelligent design choice because it really added to the gravity of those boss fights, right? You you have this massive thing coming into the middle, and it's this big moment in the story, and you could feel the weight of the battle through that change. And so I thought that part was well done. Um, I just would have liked to see, like I said, seen more variety in the regular battles.
0: Okay, um, I do want to I, w- I want to point out. So, uh, Intelligent Systems, the developer behind this game, uh, was interviewed fairly recently and mentioned the fact that th- they plan to switch up the battle system for all future paper mario games to kind of give a different battle system for each paper mario game so I'm, I'm ready for a fun one design the battle system for the next paper mario game sergio oh <laughs> <laughs> Dang. i'm thinking i'm thinking like mario paper mario and the sudoku uh Ooh. squadron or something like that. And then you're playing Sudoku. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like that
1: one. I thought of um Paper Mario rock paper scissors. Somehow <laughs> oh. just, you know, make it better than just regular rock paper scissors. The,
0: these games have a strange fascination with rock paper scissors, so that's not that far off. Yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. come up in the last two games, so that's not That makes sense. All right, Kevin, design the battle system for the next Paper Mario game.
3: Oh man, I don't even, uh, can you skip me for now? <laughs> I'll come back.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get the... The, the battle system is a racing game and you race against the enemies and get to the finish and if you do, then you win the battle. <laughs> there we go. F-Zero, <laughs> Paper go. Mario the F-Zero Adventure.
3: I wouldn't love a new F-Zero game.
0: <laughs> oh. TJ, any ideas, man?
2: You're in sumo suits and there are flames at the edges of the stage and the loser is gone.
0: I love it. It goes with the paper theme. That's great. I don't know, man. I didn't know we were playing on the spot tonight. Well, I didn't either. I just kind of came up with this, so I was on the spot too, and I've come up with like three ideas, so whatever. Uh, well, two ideas. Anyways, Kevin, any 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 other idea? Or are you, you still you on F-Zero?
3: No, okay. I. Dang, this is... That's tough. A, a new Paper Mario thing. You know what? I... I, I kind of I kinda of wanna see something with like the the essence of like Mega Man Battle Network where, you know like, you know, Paper Mario would have A grid? <laughs> yeah, a grid. Right. A grid and then it, and then the other side would be, you know, like a Goomba or a Koopa or and then and then like you you would have like and I'm I think it one step from Eden too where it's just like super fast and it's just like all all about reactions and then just like you know, Mark, like Mario would have like a set of cards, right? So we'll have like a hammer, a shell, and then like at some point maybe we'll have like a star and then,
0: can, like they can, he can he I be think a, a, you literally one. just want to go play paper uh, like Mega Man Battle Network man.
3: Well, you know, I, yeah, <laughs> but that's true but uh, I don't know. one step uh, from Paper Mario. <laughs> perfect.
0: <laughs>
3: I know it's not the most creative, but uh that's what I would think. I don't know.
0: Paper Mario, where the battle system is literally literally chess. Let's do it. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, overall, like, I, the other, other thing I really want to talk about uh, that we can get into without spoilers for now um, is the characterization of some of the, the characters in this game. So, like, Kevin, you already mentioned how cool all the toads are. Um, it's because they took this fairly generic character and made them all... Like, they gave them all different personalities. They made them all really funny. Um, like, what do you... Like, this game has, like, maybe, like, top ten all-time writing, right? Am I am I crazy there? Oh, easy. Easy. I, I think it's, like, top three. I mean, I just...
3: I really enjoyed it. It's... Ah, I there's, can't spoil it. Okay. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, it's hard. I know, but... <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Serge, but okay. I'm not going to spoil it now, but no, but yeah, I just really enjoyed it. it yeah. Like, like you mentioned, there's this, every Toad is different. They, like whether they're quirky or they just, I mean, maybe they're mad or they're sad, but like not too sad, you know, because obviously it's a Nintendo game. You don't want to be too sad. Um, at least uh, I hope I'll get to that. Well, well, huh. Okay. And yeah, I just, <laughs> I have a new appreciation for Toads now. I, I, I kind of want to get a Toad Amiibo now like in a different but maybe with a
2: ah again i can't spoil it that's okay (laughs) (laughs) but the toads obviously were like the the stars of the show but i liked how they did the other characters too because it was like a little different take instead of the stereotypical like luigi was hilarious oh my god oh he's great I, every time I,
0: every time you bumped into him, I was like, yes. <laughs> so, so like secretly Paper Mario is the best Luigi franchise. Like <laughs> I'm serious. Like Luigi's mansion is great. Don't get me wrong. But like every time Luigi shows up in these games, it is freaking gold. I love it so much. Oh yeah. Mm. And then even, even
2: Bowser, um, I just liked the take on everybody. Really. It was just felt fresh. But they still felt like they were within the realm of their character. It felt believable. And I liked that. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and then the, the, the writing wasn't, I mean, you guys didn't say it was just of the Toads, but the clever writing carried really all, like to every single character. Yeah, um, for sure. So when anybody was talking, I was like, yeah, what's going to be next? Because it's going to be hilarious. I just wanted, I think I said this earlier the first time I brought up this game earlier in the month, but I just wanted a screenshot Everything, even toward the end, like that never (laughs) got old. The writing never wore on me. Like it was, I just wanted to keep talking to people so I could see what would be said next.
3: You know, I would argue that the writing is probably the strongest part of the game. I mean, for sure, for sure. Like nothing comes close. Like just the right, it was just amazing. And I I was like, wow, this is very clever. Like they, they have some very good writers in this one. So,
0: Sergio, did you have a moment that has like stood out for you so far in this game?
1: Mm, nothing nothing in particular just yet but I definitely agree with with you guys the grinding is really good And one one thing about the Mario games that have writing in them that I always I, I have always enjoyed is how pretty much all the characters like sort of idealize Mario like they know who he is, they know about his jumping powers and like it's a recurring joke uh, throughout the games and yeah this one doesn't disappoint either.
0: No, it doesn't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's just, it's just, it's really funny and it's really heartfelt. Um, They ended up creating a couple of the most memorable characters I've ever seen, Um, especially like in a Mario game. Um, They did a lot of like uh, what they've done recently. So the original Paper Mario. Mario, it was just kind of like Mario was paper, you know, and maybe he would fold himself into a a paper plane or something and they would play with it with that, but they really didn't do all that much with the, the, uh, theme, right? It was just paper Mario. It was whatever. Now it's like everything he does is some like paper joke or something specific about it. And I really like the thing that stood out to me. I, I, cracked up so hard in the first few minutes of the game when uh Luigi drives up to the Peach's castle uh in his little cart and then eventually he does like a 2 point turn reverse and he goes sideways and just like disappears from the camera. I cracked up at that right. cuz it was so stupid looking. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Oh, I love it.
1: Yeah, well, you know, with with all the F- focusing on the positive sides of this game, which I guess overall it seems like most of us are really positive on it, maybe with a few quirks here and there. It sounds like it's, you know, towards the end of the game. I don't know, you guys. I, I think I'm going to go play it right now.
3: <laughs>
1: so, right. yeah, everyone have
3: a great week.
2: All right. Bye,
0: Serge. Enjoy it, Serge. See ya. See ya. Sergio yeah. has left the chat. Okay. All right. All right. So, there it is. There is your warning. If you are listening to this and you have not, finished paper mario the origami king there are a few big spoiler moments that we are going to go into in depth so at this point uh i would invite you if you have not played the game um you can stop we won't hold it against you please check out our discord it'll be in the show notes please check us out on twitter at nintendo jump and we will catch you again next week for the rest of you it's Mm. time to actually dive into some spoilers so I'm going to over the course of this, we're going to talk a little bit about the overall story and we're going to get it a little bit more specific about what we actually liked and disliked about the game. I'm going to kick this off. Um, And I'm going to kick this off with the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest moment of the entire game. Um, one of the biggest moments of my gaming life. I mean this. Um So at a Midpoint of the story, you have grown to love Bobby, the 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 partner character Bob Om. Um at least I did. I, I really liked him as a character. And he was he was your partner. They they did a lot of character building with him, they did a lot of funny segments with him. Um and at some point he, Olivia, your other uh your your other origami character, um, gets in a bad situation, trapped under a giant boulder. You go on this little mission, it's Pretty well foreshadowed, but Bobby ends up blowing himself up to save her. Mm. That, I don't even know what I want to say about this. Like, that hit me extremely hard. Like, I was, like, I I was emotional about that. I was actually, like, kind of depressed about it. Did you guys feel that? I felt it was broadcast enough. I don't know if I felt
2: it as deep as you, but then the game makes you just wallow in it because it has these scenes afterward in this slow-paced part of the game and you're underground in this cavern where it's dark and it's just kind of this boding moment and Olivia is mourning him and then it just sinks in you're like man (laughs) yeah so the game's almost designed to make you feel it yeah it was it was an unexpected in one way it was expected because it was broadcast but well in a sense a the the writing's so cheeky. I don't know if I expected overall that big sacrificial moment.
0: It was it was foreshadowed, and I'll give you that. Like they built it up like crazy, uh, and and kind of gave you the feeling that it was going to happen. Then they sent you on this little like you know boating adventure, and and kind of like kind of swerved it a little bit. But honestly, I thought you know this is a Paper Mario game. I honestly thought he was going to blow up, blow up the boulder, and then like fall out of the sky or something. I did not expect Bobby's gone at that point like you see him as a ghost a little bit later on but that is it that floored me i actually googled if he was actually gone and yeah yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i it was definitely pretty heavy and i just felt so bad for olivia because she was so emotionally attached to bobby and would always you know crack jokes and just talk to him you know during the adventure and man when i saw her sad i was sad i was like oh goodness gracious and um it's interesting because when you think of bobby he's not he, i mean on the surface he's just another bomb right but he's not like he is a special partner a, a, a this adventurer, you know who lost his memory and got it back bit by bit while you're on the princess peach the, the cruise ship and you know you go through his journey to get that box that he was looking for and then and then you realize oh my god he's going to sacrifice himself. Like, holy shoot. And I mean, I thought that was very well done. And I'm glad that they, they did it in a way where it had that emotional impact. But I mean, man, I just, whew, gosh, I, they, I thought it was well executed.
0: Well, like, so Bob, like we've all seen hundreds of Bob bombs blow up, yeah. right? Like I've designed Mario maker levels that require you to use Bob bombs to blow up blocks like this is a thing right mario's a platformer we've seen characters quote unquote die and and such in the game i can't offhand and i i asked uh dragon who has one of the better memories i know um like how many characters have actually like canonically died in a freaking mario game like paper mario deals with it here and there some in in some of his story but like there's not a lot and I just, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. I, and I'm not saying that to say this is a bad thing. I don't think it was. And I think that the way they handled it was really good. Cause like you watched Olivia kind of deal with the, the grief of that. And then like, like TJ said, like they th- kind of throw you in the desert in this, um, this boot car and let you like cruise around for a while. And that's actually kind of a long segment. So they kind of just like let you deal with it. The, but the pacing was weird. Can we just
3: say that the boot car was such a genius thing? I just it was loved great. it so much. <laughs> it was great. In, 150
2: in, Yoshi power. Let's go.
3: Yeah. And you know the thing is it's like, uh, and we'll we'll touch about, upon this a little bit, but like, I, I mean, this adds to the fact that, you know, because the, the Yellow Streamer adventure was like my favorite. Uh, I know people have complained about how like there's a lot of backtracking and stuff. But I mean, honestly, it didn't feel that bad because you had the boot cars. Like, oh, I'm in the boot car. I'm all good, you know? And so... I just love how it just uh, I, to me it's just an homage to like Mario Kart. I'm like, man, this is so cool, and it's a it's a le- legit Goomba shoot. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: how yeah.
2: Can you? This is amazing. It, it was fun, and you got to avoid battles if you
0: wanted to in it. Yeah, you could just but, squish the enemies. That was fun. Yeah,
2: but I I did like the overall theming there, right? Because Bobby sacrificing himself is this character arc for the end, right? Uh, mm. It really has this impact on Olivia. And it's kind of this nice foreshadowing for the ending. But you have this very large adventure in the middle, which is this desert, right? It's kind of symbolic of maybe how you feel lost, right, when you're grieving. And it's also a a nice memento that, like, there's a lot of work to do still. Like, the sacrifice that was made was for a reason. And there, you know, you have to honor that sacrifice by going continuing on this large adventure. And I think the Yellow Streamer being a longer portion of the game really really hit on that and you know, i'm probably making this deeper than it's supposed to be but then you also go to this party city right and it's kind of like a reminder too sometimes when you're grieving the rest of the world just keeps going and you have to find a way to cope with that so i thought overall that the following that scene with the desert was a good design choice for those reasons
0: yeah it and sniff city which was the the sniff it city um kind of felt sketchy too so like it just kind of felt like the whole game was against you at that point i don't know it was uh, so i you know we we talked about this for a while and and i didn't want to like rush it because this was so freaking important to me um but i I do want to get to the rest of the game so after that point up to that point i loved everything about the game everything Like, it was one Mm -hmm. of my favorite games ever. And even a little bit after that, like, I wasn't, like, really upset about that death or anything. I'm not saying that. Um, But fairly soon after that, the whole tone and feeling of the game changes. And I'll put it this way. After the yellow streamer, this main mechanic that you've been doing for most of the game, which is, like, finding all the hidden toads, suddenly just evaporates. Like, all of a sudden, there are no hidden toads. Like yeah. why? What? Like what happened there? And, and you have these really long segments and you like the game is still funny and it's still witty and, and cool, but like they lost a lot of what I wanted from the game, like directly after the yellow streamer. Um so the yellow streamer is kind of long and slow. Um it ends really, really well. I love the whole puncher boss, um, and and the mm-hmm. the dance party and all that. That was great. But um after that, like you go on a, a Wind wake, like literally Wind Waker in my Paper Mario game. Um then you go to uh Shangri Spa, which is, in my opinion, the worst part of the game. And you go through the end game, which is pretty cool, and that's it. That's the game. Hooray. You know, like
2: Yeah. And and then the, the structure changes too, right? You're randomly going around the sea and go to this island, now go to that island, Now go to this island, now get a gym, now go back to this point, and oh, inside there's like four more things for you to do. Like it felt very Contrived, especially the green streamer, right? Go to these four spas. One of them is going to be this really random, difficult thing in the jungle
0: with <laughs> like yeah. insta deaths based on your decisions. Okay, yeah. that's
2: cool. The other three are going to be just right there. And oh, by the way, there's not four spas. It turns out there's a fifth spa. And oh, it's not just a fifth spa. There's also this game show you have to do. Like it oh, just felt so gosh. forced. I was just like, what is this? Now, thankfully the ending ramps up pretty quick so you forget about yeah. the green green streamer pretty quickly but yeah i'm i'm with you there the purple and green streamer felt i don't know if they had to rush the game because of development cycles and delays or if they just
0: it felt like it was developed by a different team or something like it, yes. it did not even feel like the same game to me yes at all i i agree
2: and i, I think i'm with you i think a big part is, is the toads being
0: gone um because the, the, they were
2: a big part of the humor. They're the stars of the show, right?
0: The other partners are not as good. Um, yeah. Like, Professor Toad is fine. Kamek is actually kind of boring. I was actually kind of yes. looking forward to him, but he's kind of boring.
2: He's, he's just like, I'm always right. No one respects <laughs> me. I really like Professor Toad, actually.
3: It, it kind of reminds me of just... It kind of had, like, this Indiana Jones vibe, like, or, or I don't know. But for me, yeah, like, the, the pacing was really bad for purple and green streamer and i don't know what it was like i just it just felt like it, it felt like a chore going through those two streamers and then like oh the game show the game show itself it was pretty good i thought okay this is gonna save the green streamer right but then the sudden death i, I have to admit i was really mad <laughs>
2: about you, you that failed part. it didn't you
3: four times in a row four, time. okay? Holy four crap. times four times and it wasn't the fact that i didn't know the answer like there were, like, a couple of them that I knew the answer. It was just the fact that I had to, like, you know, rearrange the rings, but I didn't have – you know, I ran out of time. I was like, oh, gosh. like, And I, I – I mean, I'm not going to – it was pretty bad. And I was like, okay, oh, fifth time, God. I'm just going to not do the sun death because I, I heard that if you do beat the sun death, you get a trophy or one of the collectibles. I'm like, it's not worth it for me. And that's what I was talking about from earlier. Like, I wanted to 100%, 100% this game at a certain point. I'm like, I don't know if I – can afford to do that now because of these little things i'm just like dang it (sighs)
2: see i was so like all right let's get to the end i heard the end's good (laughs) i skipped i skipped the sudden death off the bat i was like there's no way i'm 100 percenting this game let's just let's just go
0: and then in fairness the so it a lot of people say something along the lines of the battle system really drags by the end of the game we mentioned this earlier right to me the whole game drags and the battle system is just kind of the casualty of that um, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the parts outside the battle system get significantly worse. So we start blaming the battle system for it, but I don't think I, I don't think that is perfect, and I don't think it's great. It does kind of drag on in its own right, but I think that the whole game is to blame.
2: Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to say before, and I couldn't do spoilers. That whether yeah, the whole game's dragging. So then when you get a battle on top of it, it just like puts a spotlight on it, and you're like, I have to slow down even more now. And it's not yeah, you're right. It's not that the <laughs> But there's no way to, like, speed up the battles. I guess you could pay the toads. But, like, even a quick battle was at least a couple minutes. And then if you have, like, three in a row and then you've been wandering around, like, okay, it's been 12 minutes and I've done nothing.
0: That got really bad in the Wind Waker segment. Like, I just said they put my favorite game ever in Paper Mario, but I didn't think it was all that good. Like, it was just... it was
3: not that Yeah, it was terrible. Kind of long (laughs) and I, I don't know but i do want to mention one thing about the battle system and i wanted to i was about to say when Sir was here but i'm glad then because um i really liked and i wish they could have done this a lot more there's two things okay so the second part of the the last battle with between you and king ollie brilliant like you're literally doing paper sumo i'm like wow why didn't they implement this sooner like i thought that was amazing <laughs> that and was
0: a lot of fun well they did some they did a, a few different things at the end. Like I, I mentioned the rock, paper, scissors, that came up at the end. Yeah. Um the, the whole final battle, like the final step of that, like rearranging the portrait in the ring system, like that was cool. I enjoyed that. Was
2: awesome. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that yeah, but where was that creativity, especially in the purple and green streamer? <laughs> that would have been the opportunity, right? Okay, the toads are gone, but here's something new to hook you in.
0: Yeah, yeah I don't I don't know. I will say the end game is pretty good. like yes a yeah. lot of it like there's a lot of like funny cinematics and th- like the running away from all the the, uh, the, the folded guys um going around that t- the, the the kind of the cylinder stairs and such. that was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. by the way, the act of shooting Bob bombs at the approaching planes after what they did to Bobby did not feel good. Did not at all. <laughs> oh, like gosh, I'm sitting yeah, there going, was... I don't want to do this, but, anyways, um, uh, then, but it was whatever.
2: I um, and then it was fun though. That's that whole scene though was well done, got me ready for squadrons. Uh, yeah, true. It, <laughs> yeah. it
0: was actually quite good. And then at the end, I mean, Olivia sacrifices herself, which is kind of what you were alluding to um, earlier with yeah. the Bobby scene. Like that one, I actually that one didn't bother me as much. That was just See, kind of a oh, okay, that's the end, you know, it's kind of a sweet ending.
2: No, the you and I flip-flop, that one hit me hard. Really? Like, because I, I didn't expect it in the ending. And then I was like, oh, we, we did it. And, you know, she's now Mario's friend. And then she's like, all origami, he's folded. And I went, oh, she's going to be gone. And then it plays out. And I was like, you with Bobby, I was like, she's going to come back. She's going to. And then you realize she's just gone. And I remember I'd finished it right before bed. So then I'm laying there, like, <laughs> whoa. like that that was deep. Like that was that was impactful because she goes through all these little character arcs, right? She's this she kind of is putting herself down and she's naive and she thinks she needs Mario and she can't do much on her own to like she plays all these pivotal roles in your adventure to the point where then she's the one that stands up to her brother and then she just doesn't hesitate to sacrifice herself to save everybody else. And I was just like,
0: it's one of those things she probably could have worded that slightly differently and been fine, but
2: Yeah, I thought about that as like plot hole, but still,
0: (laughs) I was just like, man, she could have
2: said everybody but me, but uh, (laughs) um, yeah, that that part was, um, I I felt that part was impactful and it was nice for me to have a positive moment because that final boss took me like an hour and 30 minutes. Oh God, really? Mm, I'm going to tell you why real quick. I won't take up too much of the show, but the initial boss part where he's the ice value mental and he could throw out the th- different paths to uh-huh. block you. Well, that was tough. By the time I solved those, he kept healing. Oh, and I mean, I God, was even yeah. I was even taking photos and like going to my photo album in the middle of the game and like looking at the diagram. Okay, I got to rotate this and I got to do that and I and and I'm too stubborn and stupid to like restart the game and hope I get a different form. Like I was like I'm gonna beat this, and then my my, <laughs> wife, my wife looked over because I was in the this glider, and she looks over and she's like, "What's wrong?" I had like a scowl on my face, and I was like, "I can't beat the I mean, eventually I beat it, and then so the the end of the game to me was a pure delight because I <laughs> I got past that, but uh, I I don't know I just I felt that ending was
0: more impactful than I was was bargaining for,
2: uh, but maybe but this is just me.
0: I think uh, I think what I kind of want to wrap and we, we there's a few things we want to cover, but what I kind of want to wrap on is this game was surprising to me in a bunch of different ways. It kept kind of throwing swerves that I did not expect. Um, mostly in emotional ways that I did not expect. So I view that as a good thing. I, I mm-hmm. actually give it positive marks for that. yeah I know um yeah, I was <laughs> you know I was emotionally impacted by that, but that's a that's a cool thing from a freaking paper Mario game, right So okay, fair enough.
3: Yeah, and you know, just to add on that one of the things that I really did enjoy in terms of like what they threw at us, like I loved the cafe shop scenes. I just I I didn't they didn't even need to do that. They Didn't need to have this cafe shop where you go in and you get, you know, buy some coffee and you you, ch- you chat with like, you know, the the Bowser minions, but they did it because it it just seemed like, you know, like you're going through this adventure and then you then you have the scenes and with, like, really good music, by the way, where you talk to these minions, and it's like, wow, they're just, like, regular people, and they just really want to do their best to live the best life they can and support Bowser and... Or even just their own personal yeah. goals and stuff. And I just... That, to me, felt very human, and, like, I just... I loved it. And I'm, I'm so glad they added that in the game.
0: So. so, yeah, I mean, that's a really good transition into... We actually put out a survey, so um, gonna kind of allow us to... to, to... Very quickly, answer these things, so give me a couple things that what were your favorite things about the game that if you haven't already discussed them? I think for me, probably the boss battles I really enjoyed those
2: I'll say for going for something I've not mentioned, the music was like outrageously good for what I expected <laughs> yeah. it was mm-hmm. it was on par for Nintendo
3: oh man, I love the writing, I love the toads, and I just the music, so those three
0: what were your least favorite things about this game <laughs> the pacing. everything everything between uh the desert and the end game <laughs> yeah the
3: pacing was just really bad i i just i felt like it was a waste of time just like going from like place to place in the ocean and um like you know tj mentioned like the pacing of going to get the stamps and the green streamer didn't like the that was the worst thing. Mm.
0: Yeah. By the way, favorite things about the game. Uh, people mentioned like humor, the puns, the music, the puzzle battle system, the world map, um, how it had a unique villain and the origami theme, some bo- the boss battles, paper mechanics, visuals, which were really, really solid um, oh, yes. overall characters and the ocean free roaming. Um, <laughs> Someone liked it. Hey. Okay. So TJ, what were your least favorite things?
2: already stuff I've already mentioned. It's the pacing and everything, so.
0: Yeah, I-, I think that's probably the big negative. Um People mention non-rewarding combat, temporary uncontrollable partners, generic characters, meaning basically toads, um, all the backtracking, <laughs> uh, the great sea in general, uh, the ring controls being finicky and being timed in battles, which was actually, yeah, yeah that was kind of stressful at times. Uh, what was your favorite singular moment of this game?
2: I've mentioned it already for me it was the the Olivia moment because it caught me off guard. My favorite moment was the the disco dance scene yeah
3: area, and <laughs> it's so know, good It's yes. like that was like wow, and then there's the
0: the d j told him like
3: yes, this is that
1: was was so <laughs> good <laughs> yes
0: I, yeah, um literally every like so what phoenix actually mentioned uh the koopas emulating west side story which i gotta say the entire stage act was great oh yes it was oh. um and then literally everybody else who responded mentioned the the bobby scene like everybody mentioned it it was crazy um to me it was kind of a silly one because this isn't actually an impactful thing about the game but it was literally the moment that you jump on the boat and the sculler is just kind of paddling you down the river and starts singing you a song. I loved that. I loved yes. everything about that. Um, I learned that song. Like, you know, everything about it. It was just great. It was um, a
2: very cool moment. And, it's like, the best water Nintendo's ever made right before that scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. goodness. I mean,
0: it's at least a uh, top three. <laughs> uh, Favorite character? Oh, you
3: know what? I'm just gonna say, it. Professor Toad, man, my favorite character. I I just love, I love the dialogue from him.
2: Yeah, <laughs> very charming. I'm gonna go with Olivia, with the honorable mention to Luigi.
0: Yeah, that's mm. fair. Uh, Bobby, by far, by nice. far, and uh, a bunch of other people said Bobby. One person said Bowser and Olivia. So there you go. Uh, who is your favorite boss or enemy?
2: <laughs>
0: Hole puncher. <laughs>
3: I just, I you know, he he mentioned this one thing before you're about to fight him, or actually a bit early on. He says, "I'm not gonna cut a rug unless everyone is cutting a rug." Dig, and I was like, "Yo, (laughs) cut a rug." Nice flowers, bro. (laughs) You're right, and I just love that slang, that lingo. I'm like, and by the way, that means like dancing. You
2: know, you want to, you know, cut a rug. Yeah, of course it does. Yes, yeah. So that I thought was great. I did not like that boss because I was creeped out by the faceless toads before it. <laughs> oh, so, and when point. he
0: when he uh, punched out Mario's face. Like, holy yeah, crap, that was weird.
2: That freaked me out. That
0: was weirder <laughs> than I expected it to be. He
2: did have good dialogue. I loved the giant paper battle at the end where you're, bow, you're boxing. And yeah, I just, that was great. That was yeah. real. It was just fun. <sighs>
0: Probably my overall favorite was the rubber band man. I just liked it. Ah, <laughs> yes, yes. That dude yes. had style. I, d- I just liked it. <laughs> uh, people mentioned, I mean, pretty much everything. Like, uh, Ollie himself, um, p- the paper machos, all of them. The cutout enemies actually got, a, like, the the weird ones from Bowser's Castle that were, like, um, just those, like, shadow Slenderman-looking things. Um, and the handaconda, which is the, the rock-paper-scissors battle, which, yeah, that was really nice. fun. Um, finally what was your favorite chapter or streamer of the game? Yellow. My favorite. Blue. <laughs> it's not close. It's I it. had a feeling mm. most people
2: would pick blue. Um, I'm torn between blue and the end game. I really liked the end game.
0: Yeah, those were the two most popular. So blue won it slightly with just over forty percent, but the in-game had just under thirty percent, and then everything else. Well, chapter three and four both got votes. Chapter five got nothing. Um, no. Chapter one, honestly, I was a little surprised. Chapter one got nobody because actually, I thought that was pretty fun with, especially with like Grand Sappy and such. But anyways, that, oh, it I, was
2: it was a lot of fun. If Serge were here, he could vote for that one. So that's yeah. yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah, that's honorary. Um, <laughs> and finally. I mean, the question of the hour, what overall score would you give to Paper Mario the Origami King? I would give it 8 Toads out of 10 Toads.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There were like 900 Toads in the game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) uh, Our survey had a sliding scale of 100. I was torn between 80 and 85, so I took the cheap way out and went about the middle and said 83.
0: Yeah, I did the same. I was torn between 75 and 80, so I ended up at 77. Um Oh, yeah. Is, the average uh of everybody who voted was 83. Um so people liked yes. this game. Um Yeah, if it like if it had didn't have two of the chapters, I would like it a lot better. It's kind of weird, but that, yeah. that's just where I am. So I, yeah. I think it
2: also came out at a good time, right? The world needed some cuteness and humor and and bright colorful worlds uh I, th- I think it picks people's spirits up. So I think that's part of its high score, too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I would agree. Like, if the, those two chapters weren't there, the last two, I'd probably give it like a 90, 92. But I think 80 overall is Yeah. The my only score. thing
0: is it would have been fairly short there. Yeah. That but would, it would, then I would, would be have
2: complaining. Been, it's so short. <laughs> but that would have
0: been a game I replayed. Like, that would have been a game I 100%ed. I went back to. I kept yeah. going back to. Like, that's fair. I, yeah. It, make this a, like a. 10 to 15 hour game and I'm so there. I, I don't know. As long as they pick the right ones. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. yeah. So I mean overall, like don't don't get me wrong. I, I'm I'm a little salty about like some of the game, but I really liked it. I, I ended up really liking it. Sounds like pretty much everybody really liked it. Like you guys agree with that? Yes, wholeheartedly. Absolutely. It was quite a charmer. And it's like in my top five for like
3: game of the year. so I mean
0: well, there's only been like five games. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's 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 definitely up there for me, too. It's probably it's probably in my top three, I would say. Mm. Um, yeah, so overall, I think that's probably going to do it. Any final thoughts, comments, anything we didn't talk about at all? Kevin, anything?
3: I really like this one thing that they did with the puzzle where, you know, when you're in the Temple Shrooms and you're trying to get into the entrance and there's like these two, like... Toad statues with the with like the platforms, and then on the right side there's a message message that Professor Toad deciphers, says the left side is more useful, and then like you know you then you go to the left side and you you know you dig in that patch of sand and you get the thing where you can do the thousand fold arms, and then you go up the stairs and you go to the left side, and the left side says, well Toad says ah this one is very complex, the grammar is of an ancient type, even for ancient writing, goodness even the internal bangs have been reversed this will take me some time i'm afraid and he just he's just there and then you go back to the right side and then those two platforms are just like lowered to the point where you can open the door i'm like wow that's amazing because i i just love that part that was like my favorite puzzle like the left side is more useful it, it was useful like Captain <laughs> Tud, professor toe was like being useful and the sign was actually useful i'm like yo okay
2: <laughs> the cake was not a lie so no, it wasn't <laughs> i just liked in the coffee house the little tiny goomba got like a cup of coffee big enough to be his house i was like yeah. what are you doing little buddy come on man <laughs> that's, not, that's not healthy man
0: there I, were a lot cra- of visual
2: gags yes yes
0: uh, and i think i said pretty much everything i want to say um boy those water graphics though yes. oh yes mm, more of that okay um yeah, I think that's probably going to wrap us for uh, this month's Game of the Month. So uh, if you would like to be involved in future Game of the Month discussions, get your uh, comments heard in these episodes or help us choose our next Game of the Month. It's always voted on by our community, uh, but you have to join our Discord. So again, please check our show notes for the Discord uh, address. It's also on Twitter. Uh, we are at Nintendo Jump. We do have a blog. It's nintendojump.blogspot.com. Uh, if you want to send us any emails or anything like that, send an email to podcast at gmail.com and pretty much catch us on social, social medias and such, and we will see you there. Um, but with that, for TJ and Kevin and Sergio, who was with us earlier, and also Beck and Kellen, see you guys. Bye-bye.
3: <laughs>
2: jeez my wife did not know what to make of that. Jeez, nobody <laughs> knows what to make of that. She's listening next to me.
0: <laughs> Ooh, oh, so day by bad. day, row by row. Here we go. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See ya. See ya.